1: Welcome in the PHNX Cardinals special audio-only version Saturday edition because we couldn't do you like that. We had July 4th off. We give you five shows a week no matter what's going down. It's your best daily podcast that you can find about the Arizona Cardinals. Bo Brock hanging out with you. Frank Sanders, Damian Anderson, Mm -hmm. Johnny Venerable still hanging out with Cliff Mm -hmm. Kingsbury on the beach. No, I'm just kidding. He's actually in the Midwest enjoying some nice time off, some family time for JV. Hopefully he gets uh, some R&R. He'll get back in here, back on the mic, and, of course, on the Twitter streets where, you know, at Johnny Venerable, he's got you dialed in as far as the Arizona Cardinals go. Frank, Damien, you guys got weekend plans?
2: Yeah, I'm going to chill. Netflix <laughs> chill, I hope. Uh, if not that, I'm, I'm banging some golf balls. I'm taking some lunch money.
1: What's Frank Sanders watching on Netflix?
2: Uh, I'm I'm an action guy, really.
1: Action and and Ooh. I'm an action
2: thriller drama
1: guy. I need. Did you watch Spiderhead? Who? It's the one with Thor in it, Thor and and the and Rooster from Top Gun in it. I mm. just watched it last night. It was the weirdest movie I've ever seen. What? It's an action. It's an action movie on Netflix. I th- I thought Netflix action. Frank Sanders. That's what he just told <laughs> what me. What? He what? I thought he, he might be. Thor. We're like Thor and Thor. Oh, that, that's oh who okay. Know. That's oh,
0: no okay. Well, I, I knew who he was too, but I'm. Yeah, just, right. a, I, I didn't. I, I was like, trying to do the. My wife him. knew who he was. That's the, for the damn way, sure. The way <laughs> my brain set up, I'm like Thor I, I is I an know. action movie with somebody from Top Gun. What? Is that's that? what I thought. When you yeah, said it, that's
1: exactly man. what I thought. Like, yeah. No, All right. Okay. What? What? So what? What are you watching right now? Do you watch Strangers? I actually
2: just saw term. Uh, the term. The term. The term list uh that was on it's on netflix and it's a military one i'm i'm okay. I'm, I'm big on military espionage yeah. conspiracy theory you know i drop a bunch because i'll jump i will drop a bunch of conspiracy theories out here that i got <laughs> about the arizona cardinals and cliff kingsbury <laughs> and steve kimes the nfl but that's me i'm i'm, I'm more military i like that kind of I like that action man yeah. i love our government i love the way it works some things are not always as what they seem and then you know from the standpoint like military is they're they're not civilians, and mm-hmm. they don't even think how we think. They don't do what we do, and yet, you know, we talk about we just coming out Fourth of July and the freedoms that we say we have that we don't we take for granted the things that. But the terminus I just saw, and um, that was pretty good, man. It's, it's like a it's like eight episodes, and um, but it kind of breaks down something that might have happened in military wise that you have to be you have to kind of scratch your head and think that's something they did on mm. um, the government did to our to Navy SEALs and is it possible or was it just a good writing um, by an author? Yeah. So, but I enjoyed it.
1: I'm, so, I'm in for any military, any boxing movie. I don't think you can miss with most of if you I have in. that in the movie. So,
0: no, I mean, I, I got, I'm, I'm pretty varied, guys. Like yeah. I'll go from, you know, like the family, Stranger Things, it got gory on, haven't finished the last, I'm just waiting to set up for that last episode because I know it's going to be substantial, right? It's going to be two and a half hours, you know, I mean, whatever it is. And then also docu-series. I love those. Like back in the yeah. 70s and 80s, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like there was, there's an East Bay killer. There's a, a Strangler thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was nuts. Like people were going crazy in the 70s and 80s. And you just wonder like what the hell was going on. So, I mean, in Peaky Blinders.
2: Okay. Peaky yeah, Blinders I did, I did Peaky Blinders. And, and cool. then Bridgerton too, on. I'm sure, DA. I did watch Bridgerton then, <laughs> popcorns. No. You <laughs> <He laughs> watched doesn't. Bridgerton. No. Yes, bro, you did. On God, bro. No. Okay, he said on God. God. We got to stop. Let's move on. He <laughs> said on God. That's it.
1: <laughs> it is the PHNX Cardinals podcast. It's brought to you, of course, by the, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, the number one sportsbook app that you can get. Use the promo code PHNX. In your first deposit, you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That promo code PHNX. We're hanging out with you on a Saturday, talking some Netflix. And maybe some chill. I don't know. There's not a whole lot of chill on this podcast so far. We're throwing Da under the bus. He said no Bridgerton, but of course. No, I, mean, uh, I mean,
0: I've heard it, guys. I've heard it's a great show. I okay. just
1: could, I just couldn't get into
0: a light skinned dude, you know, with makeup <laughs> on, with, with green eyes, with. Yeah. with I mean, you, just romancing. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean but look like I, I could watch a good rom com. Right. I, I can't. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Rom-com. But if there's no calm in it, you oh, tell okay. me, though? No comedy, no comedy,
1: no
2: if comedy, no comedy. He means
0: no, if the, there's
1: no great romance. Yeah, I don't. You know, I, I mean, that's I did sell. the
0: note. I did the Notebook once before, and as as all dudes know, it's a commitment. So I cried. I cried. I did
2: not. I just I was cried like, through Notebook. I cried through it, or like at the. I, end. End. I did. I definitely cried yeah. at the end of Notebook. It's a,
1: look, it's a hard. It's
2: it made hard. me it's really commit. Cool. You have to. Be, you have to be committed to watch the Notebook. I mean, I, you, you do. just can't watch it with your girlfriend. You can't just watch So you don't watch. You don't watch Bridgerton. Not at, all, the- <laughs> not at all, fam. Not at all. I'm sorry, guys. Those who are listening to us, nah. Your yeah, boy, I just you know, told you about military espionage blowing shit yeah. up. Y'all talking about some All the man <laughs> stuff. man. All oh, that man, man stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just, just testosterone and like, energy. I need shit all getting that. getting blown up. That's yes, Frank's bag. That. Not uh, not no Bridgeton or some romance <laughs> flick. Nah. Uh, let's get into the conversation we're going to have today about the Arizona Cardinals. Cap, no cap. And we're going to get into this conversation about a couple debates as far as who could, between a couple players, and obviously we know, you know, cap means what, you're lying, right? And then no cap means there's some truth behind it, right? So if I'm going to tell you, you know, between A.J. Green and Rondell Moore, who's going to have more receiving yards, you would say no cap this player, cap this player. We'll get into that conversation plus Jalen Ramsey was out there on the bird talking on Twitter about put some respect on him's name, Super Bowl champion, a guy in the conversation for the top corner in the league. And he thinks he deserves more respect as far as where he stands in the history of the game. And I think uh, with him kind of puffing his chest out, he's disrespecting some greats that uh, including a former Arizona Cardinal we will get into that combo, but let's play some PHX cards, cap, no cap as far as some uh debatable topics for the upcoming 22, 22 2022 season. All right, let's get into it. I mentioned receiving yards. Frank, I'll let you you kind of start off here. Who's going to have more receiving yards, AJ Green or Rondell Moore?
2: Uh, Rondell Moore only because I believe he'll get more playing time. Um I think AJ Green almost 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 850 yards last year, so around that number. I was I was impressed with him. Of course, he got a couple of moments that know, you know, just he can't live down right now until next season. Um, with the Arizona Cardinals fan. And, and so for me, but I think Rondell Moore is, is due right now. I just hope that Cliff can come up with a good game plan for him and, and, and put him in a position where we can see all the exploits of what he brings to the table, kick return, punt return, but not only that, but just as a receiver, with all the with all the explosive skills that he brings to the table, uh definitely I think Rondell Moore because he's the younger one of the bunch.
0: Guys, I'm going to go with AJ Green and I think I mean I'm a big fan of Rondell Moore I saw him playing college, but I just think how his game translates to the NFL, you have to be more creative in order to get him the football whereas AJ Green is more of a traditional receiver. You could just line him up anywhere and it's me and Frank, you know, covering him and he could you could just throw him the ball, right? He knows how to run a route, you know, predict the coverage, understand what it is, make adjustments. So I think that don't, think me wrong. Don't get me wrong, I think Rondell Moore is going to be a, a vital role to this offense, but I think I'm going to go with A.J. Green because, Frank, you're going to need those guys that are proven the earlier part of the, you know, missing those first six games. You're going to need guys like A.J. Green to step up where guys that haven't really been proven like Rondell Moore.
1: All right, so I've got to be the deciding factor between who's cap and who's no cap as far as who's going to lead uh, these two players in receiving Rondell Moore A.J. Green I think uh, I think Rondell Moore is 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 cap right now versus AJ Green. I I, I think that I agree uh, with that, bro.
0: I, agree I think with
1: that. AJ Green. I think in his second year in the offense, and as Frank pointed out, over 800 yards, three touchdowns in his first year, and I felt like there was mm-hmm. obviously we saw on full display uh, some miscommunication between him and K one Kyler Murray. I I even liked what I saw from AJ Green when he's wearing. I mean, everybody likes wh- how they look in shorts, as far as you can't yeah. look two shorts in shorts in, in training camp or in mini camp. But I think AJ Green is poised to have, if not the same or better season in 2022. So I'll go with AJ Green. Snow no cap. Rondell Moore is cap as far as most receiving yards. Let's keep this conversation going. Go to uh, Damien's forte, the running backs, more rushing yards. Now this isn't going to include James Conner because we know James Conner is going to be RB1. He's also going to get the the goal line carries. So when I look at Darryl Williams, Eno Benjamin, and Keontae Ingram, who's going to be wearing not wearing that cap as far as most rushing yards? Uh, most rushing yards, number two, I'm
0: going with cap-cap with Eno and Keontae. Only reason because Williams is, a, again, going back similar to A.J. Green, my points I made about him. Williams is a proven running back in the National Football League. He doesn't fumble. He doesn't have to come off the football field, and he's a, a proven, you know, guy. He, he comes from a, a playoff football team, a guy that they could trust in critical situations, and he's not a far drop off from James Conner. So I think when you got a guy like that, Everybody else got to get on them special teams to cover them kicks <laughs> 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 and, and, and be gunner on the front team and, and to get that check. That's what they're they going to have to do. Yeah. So I'm going with cap, cap, no cap
2: on uh, Williams. Frank. I'm going JC. Who got, JC's in the pits, right?
1: No, no he's he's not a, a, we're, just, we're just going Eno. We're going Eno Williams. We're looking at RB two, kind of somebody to fill in that Chase Edmonds role that we saw yeah. last year. Right. Who's gonna, who's gonna get that? You know, but we're looking at rushing yards specifically. Who can kind of carry the torch if if James Conner is either injured or needs a uh, needs a breather on the sidelines? If he does, you know, I I, I have to I want to agree with D
2: A. in regards to the fact that D Williams is he has he has experience. But I saw Eno last year. I know what he could do. He was definitely an explosive version when it came to what looked like um Chase Edmonds in some areas when Chase was hurt. Speed, quickness, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Definitely showed power running over one of the guys from San Francisco San Francisco 49ers. Um I know Williams has his time in the game, but if something happens to James Conner, I just I gotta believe that the offense transitions into more of a into more of a faster offense. Mm. And I think that causes that. Presents a different kind of package than what D. Williams brings. Yes, he he's a twin of J. C. in a lot of areas and what Mm -hmm. he brings to the table. But when you got when you have to when something happens to him and you need somebody to get yards with. Like Speed, a two minute you, you mean like a like a two minute? You talking about? I mean that we we got to we got to make it happen. The wrap it
1: up, box. Oh yeah, yeah, that, well, that, yeah. That's what I mean. Like a two yeah, minute I, Hurry, now oh, hurry. Oh, I got you. Uh, hurry,
2: yeah, 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 hurry up, it's yeah. Not <laughs> cut down my conversation. <laughs> he was like, wrap it up, right Wrap it up. We got, we got twenty-two minutes. Hurry. <laughs> I was <just> like, <laughs> no. <just> saying, man? <laughs> no, no. come give me I'm I mean. all <laughs> <laughs> that. He was like, Yeah, get you. far It's two minutes. Like a two in offense if this is football talk <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to the point I like I like you know I think yeah. that he brings something to the table that you know D-Dub doesn't I think that's just the balance of that um and then I, if, if I could have added one in I would have taken Kyler if if mm. somebody got hurt I would yeah. I would have added Kyler as an added for sure. to for rushing yards in that regards because Kyler just he makes the difference and he makes so many more yards that you know, as a quarterback touching the ball, he likes to run. Of course, he always says I want to throw first, but Kyler would be definitely my number two in this conversation.
1: Yeah, it's it's I mean, Patrick Mahomes has kind of given his blessing to Darrell Williams, saying, Hey, this you guys got a great player, and he and he backed him when the Cardinals signed Daryl <laughs> Williams. But then you have Cliff Kingsbury saying during mini-camp that all offseason long, you know, Benjamin's looked like an RB1. He looks like a like a starting yes. running back in this league. This is what Cliff is saying, it's his first true offseason. I think as far as rushing the football, like you can rely on Darrell Williams, as you said, in the two minute offense, catching the football and being that Chase Edmonds as far as getting out there and, and being a threat the passing game. But I think as far as if you're looking for somebody, uh, you know, maybe between the tacklers or getting outside in that zone rushing rushing scheme, I think Eno is going to be your guy. And I think that he's going to be your no cap where, and I think it's cap what Cliff Kingsbury is saying that he's looking good as far as this offseason. He's poised to kind of be that fringe RB2 at least running the football. So let's continue this conversation. But first, got to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, it's your number one online sportsbook app. Use the promo code PHNX. First deposit, you'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Use that promo code PHNX. Only on DraftKings, you've got Summer League. You've got also Major League Baseball going on. You've got the... MLB Home Run Derby coming up soon. I'm sure you can get some action on that. And it's always fun to kind of get in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's where you want to go. Use that promo code PHNX. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, excited to tell you about our partnership with Four Peaks. We had a great NHL draft party out there on Thursday. Four Peaks on H Street and Tempe. It's uh, kind of just woven into the fabric that is Arizona. It's one of the best breweries in the state, if not the best brewery in the state. What sets it aside, obviously, the great tasting beer and, of course, the great food. I brought my kid there for the draft party. He was able to eat and, and hang out. Well, mom and dad had a couple adult beverages, four peaks. Of course, you have to be 21 or older to enjoy and, of course, enjoy it responsibly. Tenor, continue our conversation cap, no cap for PHNX Cardinals. How about this one? More sacks between a pair of rookie third round picks. Cameron Thomas, San Diego State, or Majay Sanders out of Cincinnati who was picked after Cameron Thomas. But who do you guys view as maybe getting to the quarterback more often this season?
0: Mm, I mean, that's a good one. I mean, it's really like, if, if you look at it, it's Chandler Jones versus J.J. Watt. Like, that's how I see it in terms of their athletic package. And it's like, who has done better over the year, you know, over the years? I think that everybody wants a JJ Watt. Everybody wants a, a Chandler Jones. Uh I'm gonna go with the the probably the kid from San Diego State just because his motor's high right now. He's physically uh can match what he sees in terms of offensive tackles. Um, and you know, he's a go-getter, man. Like coming coming a tough way up. And coming through a school like San Diego State, Arizona played them this year. They were grown ass men out in the football field, and he was in the backfield every play. So hmm. he, he's a dog. He's a dog for sure.
2: I want I want to go with my namesake, but he just don't have that game sake. So I'm just gonna right. pass on him and rock with D. A. Got to rock with D. A. On this here because my dude is good, but he's not. He's not that. He's not the same. Yeah, he's not when there you yet. About, when you, you got to get isolated one on one on the outside and speed and quickness. A lot of the defensive ends right now have that ability, man. They they literally compare this guy to Chandler Jones, and with his ability to drop his shoulder and, and get around guys, long, rangy. I'm gonna, I'm going I'm taking I'm taking my guy from San Diego State as well. I just I want Sanders, but he ain't coming these loins.
1: We're gonna go <laughs> we go three for three on this because I think it's gonna be more. He's gonna get more opportunity because he can play maybe a little bit more inside. They obviously yeah. saw more out of Cameron Thomas during yeah. the draft process, took him ahead of Majay Sanders. I, I think Sanders might, you know, in a limited opportunity, uh, be able just because it's gonna be strictly getting after the quarterback, yeah. he might be able to get hopefully it's not too limited, but uh he might be able to get to the quarterback. But I, I agree with you guys. Cameron Thomas is gonna be a guy right from, out of the out of the gates. He's gonna be a part of this defense early on. He's gonna have to be out of necessity, because John dog Marcus Golden, JJ Watt. Not much there. You're looking at a couple guys in Devon Kennard and Dennis Gardeck, too, that when you got a guy that athletic, as D.A. said, he's a dog, Cameron Thomas. He's going to get that opportunity. All right, final one of this podcast, cap no cap. More snaps played at the middle linebacker position. Second-year linebacker Zaven Collins or newly signed veteran linebacker Nick Vigil. I'm gonna pull a
2: Johnny on you, and I'm gonna be like, man, God help us if if with Nick Vigils, I started Mike linebacker, Mike that linebacker. Is. I just to me, I'm just like, God help us. We don't, we already don't have a a, a big front, of, a, a big defensive tackles in the front. So that out of a four three defense or a three four defense that we don't know we're gonna run specifically. They say we are running a four three defense, but if Nick Vigils, I started I start Mike linebacker doing something. God help us because. He's a good pickup if you want to if you want to transition to putting Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons in regards to guys that that could potentially become defensive end or edge rushers. But to have this one guy, you got to have Zayvon Collins. This is his second year he learned he learned behind a veteran. He needs to take ownership of what's being asked of asked of him in the NFL as a first round draft pick. So I'm, I'm, I'm uh, my my best guess is that I believe Zayvon Collins is going to be the guy that's going to really plug the middle and he's going to rise to the occasion. NFL does one one or two things, and Da knows this. You either build your confidence, or they take your confidence. Mm-hmm. And right now, sitting out a year, he has to figure out that he had to he had a chance to build his confidence so that next year no one would take his confidence. And the first part, what he told us in training camp was that he learned that he wasn't at that level and wasn't at that speed. That tells you they took your confidence because you got your weaknesses got exposed. That is something that I hope he's transitioned from. And that he will be the guy next year. And
0: Frank and I, I think you would attest to this too. That that year one, year two, that's usually the biggest growth for a player, that's and that's why I, I agree with Frank. If it gets to Nick Vigil, who's a good, good football player as well, but you pick a guy in the first round for a reason to have mm-hmm. an impact on your football team, and you pick him at middle linebacker. That's all he did at Tulsa. He was a great player. Obviously, we could have question marks about the talent that he that in which that, that he played against. However, I didn't think that you you saw him. One thing that I liked about him, he wasn't afraid of contact. Like that's a good thing, but you also have to be able to find the ball at the middle linebacker position. It's not all about being tough because Ray Lewis, the guy that one of the best that you know raved and and boasted about, you know, pounded on his chest. He, as Frank knows, he wasn't trying to hit a whole bunch of people. He was just trying to make tackles, and that's the difference of playing in the National Football League. It's not about intimidation. it's about doing your job. And a guy like Zayvon Collins, you're going to need him to do his job, but. I also see that the value in it too. If you can move him around and move him at different positions, and it frees up certain areas where the Arizona Cardinals have mismatches. But I don't want it to get into a situation where Zavian has, Zavian has to think too much. Right? We saw that impaired him last year where he wasn't on the football field. So you need him to be in a position where he's not thinking at all and just using his athleticism. And for me, the best place that that has to be is middle linebacker. For those reasons, he got to play. Nick better. Nick gonna be on, on special teams too, covering kicks but he's going to be ready in case Zaven come off that football field for sure.
1: We're going to be a clean sweep again. It it, it has to be Zaven Collins. It it absolutely has to be him. I mean, you're just a better defense. I don't care how cerebral and I, I mean we don't even know if that's, you know, Nick Vigil's game, but if if Zayvon Collins is having a tough time as far as the calls and all that, find somebody else, but if he's out there reading and reacting, you're going to be a better defense for it than Nick Vigil who's I've been told it's just a two-down type linebacker. He's, he's he's a backup in this league. And if he's playing more snaps than your first rounder, we got multiple problems here as far as who's building this team and who's also, you know, developing these players once they get in house. Zavan Collins, he's gotta be the guy. He's gotta play way more snaps than Nick Vigil for this defense to be successful in 2022. Uh, you know, if if he's not, you know, somebody's tapping too much into the OGs, and that's that's tough to do because OGs is all about having, you know, that. Wonderful, fun cannabis experience, catered, tailored to you. It's not, you know, you're gonna have a bad experience because OGs is gonna make sure that doesn't happen. Look, they just launched their first seasonal limited-edition flavor, Pina Colada, which is unbelievable. Perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. You can check them out, of course, online, OGsBrands.com. You can check them out on social media, at OGsBrands on Instagram. They're a great follow there. You can find their products in your local dispensary. You're not going to miss, as far as OGs goes, OGsBrands.com. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Also, COVID-19 vaccines are... Free and for everyone five and older. Those twelve and older are now eligible for that booster. Of course, we want to continue to get do these get-togethers. We had the OG's party at Maya a couple weeks ago. You want to go find yourself a booster? You want to go find yourself the vaccine? You want to get uh, somebody younger in your family vaccinated? Go to azhealthgovernor slash vaccine to find a location near you. That's azhealthgovernor slash vaccine to find that location near you all right we're going to continue cap no cap later this offseason there's there's not enough to talk about most people are doing like their mount rushmore's that's like a hacky old Mm. radio bit that's played out we'll continue to play some more cap no cap later here on phnx cardinals look out for that but first i want to get into this conversation about Jalen ramsey as we kind of wrap up the saturday edition of phnx cardinals he hit up twitter he said back up my first six years in the league against any corner in history Three-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Pro Bowler. Who else did that? Anybody feeling what Jalen Ramsey's tweeting out?
2: I mean, I don't. I have no sympathy (laughs) for him at all. I don't. And I I mean, I respect the fact that he's he he his first couple years in the NFL again. He was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and so and what and, and it was not a great team. And so a lot of times when you a star got a lot of reps, Frank. That's what you said. A lot of reps. All <laughs> defense, <laughs> a lot. A you lot. got a lot of you, got so a lot when of you say reps. offense, offense offense typically yeah. top out, oh, about 70 to 85 plays. You get that going in the season yeah. in the game, you think we did good. Defensively, if you round 90-95 to 100, you're getting a lot of opportunities to be the guy. Jalen came out now. Can't show change him. The kid came out and boasted about how great he was and what he was able to do. He absolutely stood the test of what he said he was going to do, but he got a lot of reps. This guy left Jacksonville, went to another place, and he wanted out because they were losing. And then he finally gets to a spot where he can, you know, kind of play multiple positions. But I won't consider him one of the best cornerbacks ever played the game. I won't. I, he needs about another three or four more years. And a guy that's going out and getting four to, four to seven picks, keeping it consistent like an Aeneas Williams did. If we want to talk about some guy, Pat P., Aeneas Williams, on Arizona Cardinals, these guys played. Multiple time Pro Bowlers led the league in interceptions for years, and so what he's saying has already been done. Frank, he just who, am won- th- who am I thinking about for the Jets? Revis. Oh, Darrel Revis. De- Revis. Another good, another good one. So he what? What he's saying is he wants he wants some respect on his name, but you got a Super Bowl ring. Congratulations. That's much. That's probably the most respectful situation you're gonna get because you you pushed yourself out of Jacksonville because you didn't want to be the losing team anymore. You did what you were supposed to do. You boast about it. You now you're sitting. In, you're sitting in L. A. With Aaron Donald. Hey, you got your quarterback. Hey, you got your ring. Hey, kudos to you, man. But nah, don't, don't don't talk about like Hall of Fame. Put your nah. You need five more. at least three, four, five more years, and just balling out without you know balling out and being that dominant dog. They move him around now. He's not even a shutdown corner. They move him around. Yeah, like when you you look at the stats versus look at the stats versus DK Metcalf. He getting murdered. Like you got you got several guys that's in the NFL that st- statistically have balled out against him when he was trying to be the lockdown guy. So nah, dog. I mean, that 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 ship is sailed. You're a good, you're a great cornerback in regards to the scheme that you're with right now, but you're not an outside corner, lockdown corner anymore, because you don't even play that position. You've transitioned into the wisdom of Pat P, which is once I get that night, that 10 to 19 million dollars, mm. I can kind of just kind of fool around. Don't get hurt. And that's the kind of ball Jalen Rabb has been playing the last couple of years. Don't get hurt, Ball.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, to, to Frank's point, I, I think I respect the game. Everyone knows that he's at one of the top corners in the National Football League. But just before you tweet some shit, like just I'm just gonna to tell all the young homies, just do your homework, research it, you know what I mean? Know that there's other players out there that have done that. And maybe is the argument the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Because if maybe that's a distinguishing factor that you know they've had Pro Bowls, they've done you know, defensive player, whatever it is. You know, I, I think Bo that you 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 said before the show that Pat P had done that. Right. So that's a player that has done that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So do your research before you throw it out there. I one thing that I would put is just with all that and a picture of my Super Bowl ring, like who done that? You know what <laughs> I right. mean? Like no, you know what I mean? Like who yeah. done that? Who's the Super Bowl champ? Because there's been some great corners out there, and they didn't have Aaron Donald. Like I don't, we don't even know who else was on uh, Revis's team when he was doing everything that he was doing and when he was with the jets i don't remember anymore you know other players you know with dion who was you know what did dion do in terms of and i know that we're dating ourselves going back but like he the question was like in the recent history but for us being arizona cardinals fans is papi and I, you know that papi gonna have something to say about it.
1: right she and he should know. he, he, he know. i think he absolutely should say something because to frank's point You know, Pat P, we knew where he was. He was going to be covering wide receiver one for the opposing team until, you know, Steve Wilkes came in and started fidgeting with it. Mm -hmm. And also he got, you know, paid and then he wanted out of Dodge too. Before all that, Patrick Peterson, I think probably you can make the case, had a better career than Jalen Ramsey at this point, except for the fact that he didn't win a Super Bowl. I mean, what he was doing, I think he was all pro one time as a kick returner. Was that his rookie season? D. A. Were you covering the team back then? I mean, he was elite as far as a kick returner. Mm -hmm. And, and yep. that you can take that away as far as when it was all pro bits. but what Patrick Peterson did, like he barely had any stats because nobody was throwing his way. No, None. I didn't see anybody trying to st- avoid Jalen Ramsey in the foot in in the Super Bowl. We saw T. Higgins make a big catch against him. We saw Jamar Chase make a big catch against him. And in the final play, if it not for Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey's toast, and and not doesn't even probably have a Super Bowl ring to fall yeah, back really- on. He ain't
2: tweeting. I mean, that's the part I think that that's the part where you look at you know you. This is the this is the conversation of most DBs when you get in front when you get a defensive line. Yeah, you the you the booger with the sugar, right? Like you the dog of all dogs. You the greatest of all time. Right. You the goat of whatever whatever because you got a defensive line. I could name some. We had we had Mc, Baltimore had McAllister and a kid that came here from my my boy. Arizona. They Arizona. came to Arizona, but Mc, from U of A. But Baltimore had another. one. Then the Cardinals brought him over. Dwayne Stark. Oh, Starks. Starks, Starks came yeah. here. Without that defense line he had yeah, and that yeah, he defense he had over in Baltimore, it was a totally different Dwayne Stark when he got here. Mm-hmm. And so I hear what he's saying, and it's I can bark it. I I well, kudos to my man. He got a ring. I'm with Da. Just show up with the ring, bro. Right. And then just keep it keep, yeah. it, keep it, keep it 100. You already got your money. You got the ring. You sitting on you. You a championship ring defensive back. I love that about you, man. I love that you about your game and what you were able to do, but. I mean, somebody's done what you've done.
1: Is Revis the goat, or who, who do you guys feel is? I do Those goat?
2: three guys between
1: Pat Pe. Well, just in the in the history of the game, who who's the guy that when you think mm. of the position, is it is it prime time? Uh, who prime. is it? yeah, it's prime?
2: Yeah, prime. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I'm, on, I'm on, not going to pass that up. Yeah, prime time. You mean, mean, you know what? But but you know, well, I mean, but but Frank, I mean,
0: to to throw it right back, you prime went to teams that although he although he took the number one, I will say that, but he went to teams that were dogs. Like, he went to Dallas. He went to San Fran. He went to teams that had a, a defensive line and that all he had to do was cover Jerry Rice or Michael Irvin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I,
2: you, we can say that, but he was in Atlanta sucking it up too with, with Jerry Glanville, right. stanking it up for years until he was like, I need to be out of here. I and got said, Y'all got to cool. pay me, yeah. and I'm too big for your city in Atlanta, which is crazy. I'm too big for Atlanta, so y'all got to make a decision what y'all going to do to pay me. But when you look at just, like like, shut down corners, from what they're able to do, like the, the history of the game has itself. I will say what DA says, and I always say this to cornerbacks. I say, bro, you ain't nothing without your DB, without your defensive line. It's got to mm-hmm. put pressure on a quarterback. In a seven in a one on one, or just we out here doing seven on sevens, I'm murking you. And so like you just got you got to figure this out. That's what's taking place right now. I'm murdering you because you think you're that dude. I mean, we got the history has a lot of good cornerbacks. He's just one of the guys that can, you know, he's got Twitter right now to get this argument out. But Aeneas Williams, man, D. Green. You look at guys back in the days between the guys that was over in Oakland. Um, my man with the hands. God dang it. Was it Jack Tatum? Lester Hayes. Lester Hayes. Mm-hmm. But just, so you got guys that just played Champ Bailey.
1: Champ Bailey. Yeah. Had Champ
2: incredible. Bailey was at a a Hall of Fame Champ yeah. Bailey.
1: I mean, he was yeah. like P2 where he, right? oh, Woodson? he didn't throw his way. Woodson? Yeah. Ch- Woodson, Ch- when he played corner, it was, uh, yeah. it was Wood- devastating Wood- on the outside. Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, he times, but the many time Pro Bowls he's talking about the first couple years. Look, congratulations, man! But you, you, you earned, you earned, you you earned everything you needed to earn your first couple yeah, of years yeah. in the league because yeah, he, he, all, he wasn't he was, on a great team. I mean, it almost
0: is like it doesn't even need to be said, bro. It's just like it's coming to a point where he's just looking for. Some instant gratification, like he didn't mm-hmm. get enough likes on his last <laughs> post. And, I'm the best, goddamn, who the best, who the best
2: DB out here, like, chill,
1: bro. Like, well, I you that. You got your we you're think the best right now in the what? game, and that should be good enough, right? You got your ring, but, but is he right the,
2: the, yeah. the best in the game, right? That's the conversation. Would you consider Jalen Ramsey the best in the game, cornerback wise,
1: right now? It, it's for tough because I think, I think the guy that was kind of nipping in his heels a little bit, Jair Alexander, got hurt last year. Uh, you know, AJ Terrell down in, in Atlanta is, is one of the kind of guys up and coming mm-hmm. and he shut down. And If you look at the numbers, he was the best corner last year. I, I
0: would, I would say to all Frank's points, because it's so dependent on the, and then I know that, yeah. you know, there's, there's, oh, Atlanta had nobody. but I know that there's, you know, analytics that'll measure one-on-one opportunities, but then there's so many factors that you could dial it down to, right? Like how much time on each of these plays is it four seconds is it two seconds, right? Like, and then, and, the value that they add to it. So to me, I would just say because the game is so watered, it's like defense in the NBA, like you can't really tell. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you can't – they're all good. It's just if they don't catch the ball, you respect them and you've won that positional battle, right? But because of the the rules and because of the D-line impact, like a good cornerback can easily get exposed in the National Football League and it's all dependent upon their defensive line. Frank, did you
2: ever face Prime? Yeah. Yeah, we, we wasn't throwing to his side. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> quick. Hey, quick. quick. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you don't know what our
0: chalkboard used to look <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 look at the play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frank, run them off.
2: <laughs> run them off. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what our chalkboard used to look like. Uh, we're running this play here. Uh, prime's on this side, on the left side. Our, our left, his right. We're not throwing a ball over here. That's like, right. This that is, was the
1: NFC East. Yes, days, we right? was definitely. Yeah, we was yeah. not. We
2: was not. Yeah, nah, we was not throwing. The, we was not throwing Deion's side. Quick note: We playing Deion him here at the uh, at the Sun Devil Stadium. It's me and Rob. we outside. We playing Dallas. Rob's, of course. Rob's going left. Deion's this, on the right. This is right.
0: wait one or two years after
2: integration. <laughs> oh man, you mean integration into the league? or Integration in in, in the nineteen sixties. <laughs> 1950s. mess <laughs> messing this day. <laughs> hey, bro, these gray hairs you know like that. I'm not over here looking like Frederick Douglass gray hair, Come down, bro. You know, but you know just I know you joking. But uh, we are talking like so. Real quick, we run. Pro, Rob's on the left. I'm on the right. We're running a two base. We're running a base offense. Running back Larry centers. We got a guy in the backfield. Jake's underneath the center. I formation. He drops back. Jake calls. He calls an audible. Looks to the left. prime is there. Calls an audible. It's the Deion Center side. Rob runs a slant, catches the ball, boom. 14 yards, falls on the ground. This is in the first quarter. Third quarter. We're in the same position, going the same direction. We're going toward, this, we're going toward the north end zone. We're probably on our 35-yard line. Jake comes to the line of scrimmage. He looks to the left, looks to the right. He, he checks the play again. Calls an audible. Same audible he called in the first half. First quarter. Said height, drops back. Throws the ball, Deion picks the ball and runs in for a touchdown. You go back and watch film. The first time Dion, first time Jake calls an audible, Deion backs up three yards mm. in the backpedal scenario. He backs up and then Rob catches the ball and falls down. The next play, what happens? The next time he calls that same audible, Deion doesn't even move. He runs, he runs the mm. slant route, catches the ball, takes the pick, one hand up, running down the sideline, high stepping. And there you go. Like, like you you watch how the game, how the guy thinks. Yeah. You watch the guy, you know, adjust and make a play and became a star. You know, that that's just but he did that consistently when you watch film with him. We never threw the ball to Dion. I ran good routes. Dion would say, Good route, Frank. Huh. Good route. I, I had him twisted on the bang, bang, gave him a little move, shimmy, shimmy. I beat him. He was like, Good route. Y'all ain't throwing my way.
1: I, I think that, that's what set. Guys like Prime and, and Grievous Island apart, like God, they they were students it. of the game, and it it was it was it transcended the film room. I mean, they were they were out there and they were learning play by play basis, and they were able to kind of. And know. I
0: think that there's something to be said about Dion's, you know, how he went about it because I I don't think that he we all knew that he was the best, and we all knew mm-hmm. that he played at you know to store to to Frank Story's point, like he always played at a high level. And he was always glistening the fastest cars, the most gold on whatever. But he never talked said like I don't think he ever came out and said, Well, no one's done what I'm doing. He just said that I'm that guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was never like disrespectful or like I don't I don't know. Just the energy didn't seem off with Dion. It's, it seemed like he was showboating and he was Floyd Mayweather for sure, but you couldn't say nothing. No, you couldn't, you couldn't say Can't nothing.
1: Say backed it up no. he backed it up every game. Mm-hmm. Yep, no doubt about it. We back it up here every day. PHNX Cardinals, as I said, we you were down one podcast. We gave it to you here on a Saturday. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find them, subscribe, follow along. We appreciate that. Leave a five star review anywhere you get your podcast. We are going to continue the Cardinals conversation back on Monday. Of course, tune in on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Cardinals at Damian Anderson at Frank Sanders eighty one at Bo Brock, and of course that Johnny Venerable JV will be back in the fold soon. Between now and then, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you soon here on PHNX Cards.